0: Royal London. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm Justin Paulus, Senior Pensions Intermediary Development and Technical Manager at Royal London, and I'm talking today with Moira Warner, our Public Sector Pension Specialist, about her latest advisor policy paper, which we're calling A Guide to Retirement Benefits in Public Service Pension Schemes. Moira. This policy paper is a meaty document. Can you sum up for us in a one-liner what it's all about?
1: Thank you, Justin, and hello, everyone. Uh, Yeah, I suppose to get to the nub of the issue, the paper seeks to set out these schemes retirement rules and how they can change depending on which arrangements the individual has been a member of and how they can also change depending on whether the member is retiring as an active member or if they're retiring as a deferred member.
0: Is there any particular relevance to the timing of this paper? However dull the current lockdown may be, I imagine you've been working on this material for quite some time now.
1: Yes, um, I've had this project on the go for quite a little while now. Um, Towards the back end of 2019, it seemed to me that public service pensions had received their fair share of trade press commentary, um, but a high proportion of that commentary was in relation to pensions tax issues, and in particular, the implications for doctors. Um, But I do think that advisors who might be you know, really strong in the, pen- in the pensions tax piece, they may nevertheless um, only have half the retirement planning battle won. Unless the pen- advisor's pensions tax understanding is complemented by an understanding of scheme rules and the retirement scheme rules in particular, um, then it's kind of difficult to see how they can en- engage in retirement planning advice in the round. Um, For example, you know, without intervention, the client's retirement objectives might simply not be achievable under scheme rules.
0: I'd I'd like to explore that point a little bit more, if I may. What is it about these schemes that is so complicated that they require a document of this type to help explain the rules?
1: Yes, the trouble is, just in there is no single set of rules covering any one public service pension scheme. They've all evolved and been reformed over time, with the result that members with longer service could have benefits in two or even three different arrangements. And different rules will typically apply to each of those arrangements. So normal different normal pension ages could apply to the different portions of benefits a member may have, So advisors working in this space will need to understand, for example, if those different portions of benefits with different normal pension ages can be taken separately or whether they must be taken together, if a client must leave service to take some or all of their benefits, and whether retiring as a deferred member as opposed to an active member alters that picture at all.
0: Yeah, that's that's really helpful. It does open the eyes to a few of those complexities, doesn't it? Um, Absolutely. The paper currently only covers the NHS and teachers' pension schemes. Is there a a particular reason for choosing those schemes?
1: Well, NHS and teachers, as you probably know, are the two biggest funded public service pension schemes by membership numbers. And they're also the schemes which Royal London receives technical queries about most frequently. So it's kind of logical, really, that I started there with this piece of work. But if there's some um, sufficient demand from our intermediary community, I'll be looking to add similar information on other schemes over the course of the year. You now, as the lo- local government pension scheme, the LGPS is the biggest public service scheme overall. My, my initial thoughts are that that's where I'll, I'll look at next under my uh, Royal London microscope. Mm-hmm. But I do welcome thoughts from advisers on future subject matter. You know express your interest in what you'd like to read about Um, and it's also worth mentioning that paper um, is limited to an exploration of those retirement types which members generally plan for so what it doesn't currently cover are ill health retirements or retirements on the grounds of redundancy or business efficiency those types of retirements are outside the scope of this paper for now
0: right thank you for, for that bit of clarity on there we, we all applaud the fantastic work being undertaken by NHS cl- clinicians on the front line and, indeed, the dedicated work of all key workers during the current global health crisis. But some advisors may be facing their own business challenges. Will this paper pay help advisors identify new advice opportunities and new revenue streams?
1: Yeah, Although the, the paper doesn't set out specifically to help advisors identify new revenue streams, um, it nevertheless flags some opportunities in the, in the paper content. Um, but indirectly, it will also help achieve, advisors achieve this objective, as many opportunities will become sort of almost self-evident from having an understanding of the rules. So for example, depending on the client circumstances, Um, A personal pension might help achieve the member's retirement aims. This might be the case um, where the member has two or more portions of scheme benefits with different normal pension ages and is hoping to retire early. So if I've got benefits where I can go at 60 and somewhere I can go at 67, I might might choose to only take those at age 60, retire at age 60, and use my my personal pension to top up. Over and above that the paper includes several advisor hints and tip sections which help to button down some of the key issues.
0: I'd like to spend a couple of minutes now just talking about how advisors can approach this paper. Do they need to read it cover to cover?
1: No, you'll be pleased to hear that um, they don't (laughs) absolutely need to read the whole thing although those that have the time um, are absolutely welcome to do so. I've written it in a way that advisors can just simply dip in and out and read just the information that is relevant to them. So for each scheme in in term, the material is broken down into the rules as they apply to clients who want to retire at their normal pension age, if they want to retire early or late, if they want to retire flexibly, or if they want to work after retirement. Um, Because this type of information can be hard to digest, and it is after all a dry old subject here, um, I've included examples throughout and also a couple of more complex case studies which set some of the rules into context. But because of the format overall, if you are going to read the whole thing, the paper could feel a little repetitive in nature.
0: Okay. Each each section includes a deep dive guide to the relevant rules so great for advisors who want to gain an in-depth knowledge or who have complex client situations to consider. Is there anything for advisors who just want an, overdue, an, an overview or a quick reference guide?
1: Yes, I'm really hoping there's something for everyone in this paper. I've included what we're calling cheat sheets um, in the appendices towards the back of the paper. Now, that term is not an insult to any advisor by no means. Um, Any advisor who takes on this subject is certainly not a cheat. But what they are is um, a look-up summaries of the key rules for each scheme in tabular format and I'm hoping that these will prove to be handy sources of information for advisors who just want a quick reminder or who perhaps are looking to compare schemes easily.
0: That's great. If you've created this paper with all advisors in mind I imagine there must also be something for advisors who already have a really strong understanding of these schemes.
1: Yes, um, advisors with experience in this field may just want to cast their eye over the advisor hints and tips sections, which highlight the key planning points and some potential advisor pitfalls. But leaving that aside, you know, sometimes, no matter how much expertise you have, these schemes can be so complex that it's helpful just to sense check your understanding of the rules with a third party. I, for one, I know that I value the opportunity to sometimes get a second opinion or validate my understanding in some way, usually and hopefully with the scheme itself.
0: Yes, I'm sure a lot of people feel very much the same way as you do. Well, thank you, Moira. We hope this new policy paper, A Guide to Retirement Benefits in Public Service Pension Schemes, gives you all some food for thought over the coming weeks and months. Most of all, we hope in some small way it helps you to ease the public sector clients' retirement planning concerns so that they have one less thing to worry about at this troubled time. I mentioned earlier that we'd welcome advisor feedback on current or future content. Um, we'd love to hear from you, so please email your thoughts through to Marketing at royallondon.com. So once again, that's R-L-I, pensions, plural, marketing at Royal London.com Or please do get in touch with Moira or myself through your usual business development consultant. Thank you all very much for listening and thank you very much uh, for, your, for your time and, and wisdom there, Moira. Thank you and good luck, everyone.